0: 90s Now, with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland.
1: Hey, that's us. Hi, Sharon. Oh, hi, Kelly. How are you? I am magical. Good to see
0: you and hear you and Adam, too.
2: Hello. Hey, Adam. How are you? I'm great. Nice to see you again. It's been a whole week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I miss you guys when I don't see you in person.
1: Well, that's, uh, I understand. I'm I'm pretty lovable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 I did see Adam on Monday, so that was all right. Um. Yay. So so much to talk about. You want to tell everyone what we're talking about today, Sharon?
1: Yeah, we got a big show as <laughs> usual today. Um, we've got some uh, internet breakage thanks to two of our favorites from the '90s, which we'll get to in just a bit. Uh, another update on um another one of our favorite pop stars. We talked about her last show too. There's some niceness going from one R&B giant to another new mama. And extended on the niceness is uh, another one of our favorite singer-songwriters from the 90s who's um, making the most of, I guess, her time off <laughs> because right. of COVID and doing some really, really good things. So we'll talk about Sinead O'Connor in just a bit. Shall we start with Brit Brit? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Mostly because selfishly it makes me feel uncomfortable to talk about her personal <laughs> life, even though that's <laughs> part of <the laughs> what we're supposed to be doing. It's what but. we do, Sharon. It's what we do. What's the word on Brit?
0: Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard about this, but over the last several months, if not maybe even two or three years, because it feels like it's been going on a while, so it might actually been been two years. They have this thing called like the Free Britney movement. Have you heard about that? Yeah. So it's did like she con- start
1: the movement though.
0: Well, now I'm wondering if she did because now. So just if you haven't heard this, the Free Britney movement is. A bunch of quote unquote concerned fans on social media who think that she's basically being controlled by, I don't, I'm not sure if it's always her father that they sort of intone, but like that she, you know, is stuck in this conservatorship and it's not what she wants and she's being basically run and managed and all that kind of stuff. So uh, this has been going on for a long time. She's never spoken about it before, um, sort of yay or nay, as far as I know. Uh, but as we know from talking about this um, the other week on the show, she is now in court because she does not want her dad to come back as the conservator in her conservatorship. And so now the latest is that her lawyers um, have filed more paperwork about really not wanting the dad uh, involved. And they've actually acknowledged the Free Britney movement and saying that this really isn't um, a hoax or a conspiracy theory, uh, that it is like, quote-unquote, to some level, real, I guess. And so they actually really appreciate... Um, I'm going to read the line because I don't want to mess it up, but something along the line is... Oh, yeah. So the lawyer says, far from being a conspiracy theory or a joke, um, they're talking about, I think, people being involved, and they said that uh, they, would, they would appreciate meaningful information being made available to the public. And then um, the lawyer goes on to say that she's trying to get personal autonomy back in her life, and, quote... Ah, uh, Britney welcomes and appreciates the informed support of her many
1: fans. End quote. Informed support. Yeah, sounds warm and fuzzy.
0: It sounds warm and and. But here's the thing: like I'm still a little concerned about Britney's uh, well-being in the mental health department. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she really exactly knows what she's saying at this point. And I know that it's coming through a lawyer, but I'm really hoping that this lawyer has her best of intentions. As well, you know. So mm-hmm. there's a lot right. going on. It's really kind of hard to believe who at this point, because and, well, you don't me-
1: get to uh, need conservatorship for nothing,
0: right? Exactly. And as we know, was it back in to- it was 2006 or 2007, I think, when she had the um, breakdown, if you want to call it that. And that's when her dad stepped in, and for 10 years, he seemed to manage things very well. So, and I mean, that's I mean, that's me not knowing the inner workings of things, but. He kept her afloat. We didn't hear of her having to go to jail. There was no tax uh, problems, like any of that. So I'm just not really sure um, where the truth begins and ends on this one.
1: Yeah, it's, it's. uh, again, we talk about people all the time and we relay information and share stories and our opinions on those stories. But there's something about when it gets to that point that I feel awkward. Yeah. Do you follow
2: Brittany on social media, on Instagram? I, I do I do. I do. Because I've actually subscribed to her uh, account because mm-hmm. it is so entertaining to see every day she posts pretty much the same picture. Same top, same outfit, same everything. And, rec- and people have been wondering if those are all pictures taken six months ago, right? Or oh, a year wow. ago. Okay. And someone's posting them on her behalf. And as of two days ago, for the first time in her caption, she mentions, And to the peeps who think I'm posting the same pics, Well, you know us girls, it's the same top and same hair, but if you look at the details, it's a completely different picture. Mwah. And it's the first time she she addresses on her social media thousands of comments of people saying, Why are you always posting the same pictures? Are you okay? So...
1: Yikes. Yeah, I don't feel I, any better.
2: No. <laughs> that story. No,
0: no. And like she's posted some yoga videos before, like several yep. months back. And at first I thought, I'm like, oh, maybe this is good. And then upon reflection, I'm like, I'm not sure everything is well on the wagon at this moment. So, mm-hmm. uh, yep. yeah. So it's really hard to know. And I just, and I don't know if you've noticed, but when you see her, um, her, uh she just she doesn't look like she's fully present a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that, Sharon? And like so that's why I'm wondering, like, is she getting the right care? like I really hope she is you know
1: well, again, it gets to the point where you you hope for the right things, like you just said that she's getting the right care, and yet the the stuff that makes the news or makes the headlines um is this, yeah, that leaves you hoping that she's getting the right care and the right whatever, but like yeah. it's. Perhaps not. But yeah. again, like I said, none of it's our business, which, you know, none of what we talk about, the details anyways, are really our business. We're talking about um, these artists as fans of theirs. But when it gets to, like, these details, it's like being at your friend's house and they get in trouble, you know yeah. <laughs> You find out that they didn't uh, do the dishes or something and they get grounded in front of you. You're like, I gotta
0: go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> It's exactly. kind of like that, except like worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. I just think that Like I've always been like a Britney fan, but never like ridiculously Britney fan. Like I've, you know, I've appreciated her, but it's in the last little while I I feel, and I know this is ridiculous because I have no business feeling this way, but I feel super protective of her and I just hope she's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people think because she was such a great entertainer as a kid for so many of us and gave us, you know, great songs. And she just seemed to have a very positive and upbeat attitude. And I just think a lot of our late 90s, early 2000s, are with her, you know? And so she holds a special place for so many people, especially if you are of her age and you've grown up with her. And so I think there's just many people that are protective of her and want the best for her. So.
1: And we shall wish her the very best. That's right.
0: Uh, do you want to tell people how they can follow us, Sharon, and rate us? Yes, I think amazing. that uh, <laughs> it's
1: important to to note that we are followable... It's important to note, not exactly easy to say. We are followable (laughs) on all your socials. Uh, And when it gets to a point where you are uh, able to rate us, we would love it if you would. (laughs) And because we would love it if you would, we'll make it simple and say, you know what? Just go the five stars route. Just rate us five stars. Simple. And feel good about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah, um, we're we're and everywhere. And also if
0: people don't uh, cuz we're we're super excited. We're on we're already in season 9. This is episode 4. And uh we've had such an amazing. I still can't believe it's been 9 years, Sharon. Like this is crazy business. I know. Yeah, it's, crazy time business. Time flies,
1: man. Like and, honestly.
0: And we've been so lucky to have so many um you know, uh, followers for all of these nine years, and we appreciate it very much. If you happen to be new, though, to our show, uh, both Sharon and I and Adam are all Canadians, and so we are located in Montreal, Canada. Sharon and I both are announcers um, for Bell Media, and Adam works for Bell Media. He's a superstar producer, and so uh, Sharon's the rock queen. Queen of rock is really what it is. That's true. You have a you have a um, a hockey jersey that says that.
1: I do. I was gifted a uh, Montreal Canadiens jersey for a birthday, mm-hmm. uh, and on the back, where you would put your name plate, name bar, it says Queen of Rock.
0: Yeah. So it's 97.7, right?
1: For your uh... <laughs> no, forty.
0: Oh, 40, right? Because that was your birthday. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I remember that. Yeah. Sharon, that was still my, forty. That was my uh,
1: that was my birthday present from uh, two years from now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, so time for trivia. Yes, let's do it. Where, where are we at? What was the score again? We got nothing last show. Zero. But...
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's two, nothing for Sharon at the, at the moment.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's going to change right now.
2: Let's oh, do it. Oh, really? Nineties. <laughs> now. ch ch trivia Bing Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong.
0: <laughs> uh, so you guys ready? Sharon's in the lead. Two nothing. Your names are your buzzers.
1: Sharon, Sharon,
0: Sharon. Adam, 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 Adam. And all right. so the first question is a bit of now with a bit of 90s. So it's Ooh, all, so I got a chance. You have a chance, little Adam. <laughs> so Mariah Carey recently said that she was, quote unquote, extremely uncomfortable that her uh, pregnancy back in 2008 was revealed uh who did the revealing sharon she was, oh, okay
1: <laughs> go sharon ellen DeGeneres.
0: ellen DeGeneres, not in mariah carey's good books no yeah. right.
1: that's an awkward story ongoing I did not right know now that.
0: you did not know that adam yeah it was in the news uh well because obviously ellen's been going through a rough time the last few months and mm-hmm. so uh, someone decided to ask Mariah Carey during an interview um, about her situation with Ellen. Because I guess it was kind of known that it wasn't appreciated, even though it was back in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I do give Mariah credit because she actually says, I'm not really one to want to throw someone else under the bus when they're already under the bus.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but she did say that, you know, she was extremely uncomfortable that it happened because she wasn't ready to ad- um, announce the pregnancy at that point.
1: And so. that's, a, you know, in retrospect, now that that's becoming a, a topic... It's you don't know, it's so risky yeah. to talk about pregnancies, and that's why people that get pregnant, you know are advised not to say anything for a good number of weeks. Like you're really in the clear after th- the first trimester, right? The first mm-hmm. three months. you're it's also dying risky to tell to say- people
0: well, yeah, and it's and it's risky in general to even because I've been there where I'm like, ooh. Like, how far along are we? And, like, the person was just a little bloated. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ever since that experience, Kelly does not ever bring that up unless they're like, oh, I'm four months or I don't ask if you're pregnant anymore. I learned my lesson.
1: And, and you can understand that, you know, as a television show host that has, you know, a pretty good hold in the community and she does nice things and stuff like that, that you feel a sort of friendship with your guests at times. Yep, yep. But flip that. If your friend is saying that she doesn't want to talk about it, then you don't push. That's not comedy. Yeah. You know, and obviously we're looking back on it uh, in a hindsight kind of way. You can't change what's happened. But moving forward, I, you know, and and I think that you were right. Mariah did take the high road and say she wouldn't want to throw anybody under the bus that's already under the bus. But she was asked a question and she answered it. So I thought that that was... Wise.
0: So uh, Sharon now leading three nil. Adam, yeah, you got to that right. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay. Question number two. So I need you to name the two singers who were in a hit '90s R&B group, and they had uh, a number one song for three weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 chart by the name of um, "All My Life." Sharon, <laughs> go Sharon.
1: Casey and Jojo.
0: Correct. Yeah, Boom. I knew that. Oh. Did you know that Adam? Oh. I knew that. I had mm. him faster on the buzzer.
2: I'll be next time. I'll be next time. All right, so four... <laughs>
0: four zero. Four
2: nothing for Sharona at this point. Almost as old as Sharon. Exactly. Ooh, thank you. I might let you lead five nothing. Just, you know. <laughs> so we can catch up a little bit.
0: Very good. Uh, Sharona, where do you want to go now?
2: Well, I
1: think that uh, I think that I effectively teased something about Sinead O'Connor. I think that we should talk about her because of what she's doing and how commendable and honorable yep. what she's doing with her time in place of the year of uh, book shows that she had. But COVID is sort of knocking everybody into uh, a new way of doing things. And so because she's not able to honor those dates at this time, uh, you get the full feeling that she's going to be... You know, getting back to it. But in the meantime, what she was ultimately looking to do is honor the memory of her friend.
0: Yeah, because her friend, uh, she doesn't give a name, but she said about five years ago, one of her best friends in the whole world was, I guess, told that he was going to pass away. And he asked her uh, to do him a favor, I guess, which was to sleep in the same bed with him. It sounds like it was the same night that he found out, so I guess... Yeah, he
1: just was looking for comfort. Just
0: for looking for comfort. And then she said that she would, and then when, I guess, push came to shove, um, she couldn't do it because, you know, that's a very hard thing, I think, for you to know how to be there for someone in that sort of situation, so... She says in this article uh, that she basically failed at that and ever since then has felt extremely upset that she wasn't able to come through for him, especially because he has now obviously passed away. And so she said that for the last little while, she's actually wanted to um, work in a palliative care unit. Um, And so now, like Sharon said, she won't be doing shows for the next year. So she's going to start those courses. Uh, to become, um, you know, uh, like, I don't, I don't know what the term would be. She, she calls it a death midwife, which apparently is a new thing.
1: I believe the term is doula. Ah, is that what it is? I thought it was for pregnancy. Well, I think it works for... For both? Okay. Bringing, bringing life in or um, sending Go, it out. Going the other way. Yeah, so yeah. um,
0: so I think that's great. So she says that she, she knows she probably won't get her diploma yet because she's got this year to do it, and then uh, it's probably going to take long because I'm assuming it's two or three years maybe to get this qualification i guess
1: i guess it depends on what she's looking to get qualified to do
0: right exactly
1: what level of uh what level of care she wants to administer but
0: yeah and so yeah so i think this is amazing and it's the absolute last thing i would have expected from her and the other thing i think sharon and maybe you'll agree with me is we know that sinead has dealt with mental health trouble over the last um long while Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that um, this will really maybe s- s- make her feel solid in other ways, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I think she's going at it from a really pure um, angle. You know, she wants to honor her friend and even make good for what she seems to identify as the failing of her friend, though I'm sure that they, they, you know, got on. I think she just in that moment wasn't able to bring herself to do what he asked yeah, And she would like to make it okay for other people to not be afraid like she was, which is yeah. honorable. And I think good for her for making great use of her time and honoring the uh, memory of her friend.
0: It's really um, a, quite the thing to be there at the end. And I know that you've done that for many people. Yeah, And I had my first experience with that about four years ago. Actually, it will be four years later on this month. when, And I wasn't sort of there for the end end, but... Um, a, f- a friend of mine, she got breast cancer and then it went everywhere, and uh, we found out she wasn't going to make it. And I just made a point when I found that out that the last several months of her life, I tried to be there as much as possible. And then I was able to go see her uh, in the palliative care unit about a week before she passed. And I have to tell you, like, it was extremely hard, but I'm so grateful that I did it because I would have felt really guilty had I not. Because I know, like, a lot of people can't bring themselves to be there and see them in that state, especially because I knew that day I wanted to see her, like that was going to be it for me, like to Mm -hmm. say goodbye to her. And what was even more challenging for me was that, um, like I'd known her since I was six years old and she was five. And so there's that whole level of like, Things you don't even understand because you were a kid when you've known each other. So I think it would have been been still difficult had I met her in my 20s. But to know that I knew her when we were little, little Mm -hmm. and to see that she was on her way out at such a young age, like it was just like extremely jarring for me. Um, But I'm super glad I did it. And I I am so proud of her husband because he was just rock solid, like all the way through. So um, I have a lot of respect for anyone who chooses to be there at the end.
1: Yeah. You know what? It's uh, it's, it becomes an honor if mm-hmm. you can actually be in the room while someone's taking their their last moments here. And, it, you know, if some people want to be alone for that, you know, yeah. they, they don't want anybody with them. So uh, you have to respect the wishes of the person that's that's making the trip. And if you're able to uh, find the strength to to do what they want you to do for them, then 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 on you go. So good on Sinead O'Connor for being able to recognize that she wants to help people do that.
0: Exactly. And not to keep the uh, dark cloud going, but we did want to mention, <laughs> I, I, if you're new to the show, Kelly sometimes is the bringer of the of the dark cloud.
1: Wah, wah.
0: <laughs> uh, we actually had a 90s death happen in the last couple of days, and I wanted to uh, bring attention to it. DJ Eric Marillo who, if you were a 90s kid, uh, he had, like, a pseudonym, Real to Real, and the song, hit song, I Like to Move It, Move It, which was, like, huge, I think, in 94, 95. And, um, yeah, he he passed away. And at the moment, they're, I think, trying to figure out how that happened. It sounds like he was found in his home in Florida, but I don't really know uh, the situation behind it. But I do know that he... um, had been in some legal trouble as of late, or potential legal as trouble as of late. So, wow. uh, I'm not sure if that was tied to it or not. So,
1: may he rest in a real to real peace. Yeah,
0: that was a great song though. Like in like mid 90s, like that was in all the clubs when Sharon was in her hammer. Oh, uh, when <laughs> I
1: was in the clubs, <laughs> <laughs> so good. I like to move it, move it. Yeah. Yeah, you like to move <laughs> it, move it, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think that we should uh, uh, go to two of our favorite R&B voices. Yes. Brandy and Monica. me and Kelly? And ha- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam and Kelly, everyone. <laughs> exactly. You know them from such hits as Finally yeah. <laughs> by CeCe Peniston yeah. And Boku, not yeah. yet released, but still being worked on. <laughs> exactly.
0: So have you heard about this thing called Versus, Sharon? It's been going on for the last several months or so.
1: Um, I can say yes, because we just talked about it before we started this show.
0: Right. <laughs> so yes,
1: I've heard of it. <laughs> yes.
0: So it's really cool. Uh, it's this thing where I'm not even sure how it started. I I, I do know that um, I believe Timbaland is a part of the, the beginnings of these things. And uh, it started with, I believe, Babyface. Um, where he kind of went up against this virtual battle when we were all very much in, in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it was a way to, I think, entertain the fans. And at that point, when they did it, um, and I'm not sure if it was even sponsored yet at that point, because I think it's it's been growing as time has gone on. But they actually broke Instagram for a bit, like that particular connection, because so many fans tried to log on to watch uh, that thing. So the latest is that uh, Brandy and Monica brought in 1.2 million viewers on Instagram uh, uh, last week on, on Monday night. And uh, it was crazy to see them. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I did get to see that uh, Kamala Harris, who was obviously on the ticket with Joe Biden, they brought her in as a surprise guest. So she said hello to everybody. And then uh, they basically sat there uh, uh, with each other and kept playing different songs that were hit songs for them or even album cuts, which was cool. And uh, it was just amazing. Like people absolutely loved it. And what was cool for me uh, was to see that Brandy and Monica actually hadn't been in the room together, in the same room together, for like eight or nine years. Wow. So it was really great to see that. And I believe, actually, that Brandy left uh, Los Angeles and, and went to Atlanta to do, to do this thing there, because that's where Monica lives. And they set it all up, and it was really cool. And, yeah, just to hear all these hit songs that they had from the 90s and going forward, because they both started you know around the same time. And the fact that they're still going is amazing, and, and just my hat's off to them.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It says a lot for the music that we love from the decade that we celebrate with this show that 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 many people on Instagram are are good to go to watch a battle like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so uh, did we have anything else? Oh, yeah, Yeah. go ahead.
1: Similar to last time, I'll throw it to both of you. Okay, I'm ready. To do a a top two, I'm just going to throw an artist at you and catch you off guard. And off the top of your head, you'll have to commit to two favorite songs from one artist. You ready? Your top two from NSYNC. Oh, man. Ooh. I know. <laughs> I'll start.
0: You go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, yeah, go ahead, Sharon. I'm well, blanking. I, I need to think.
1: My first one goes to their beginnings, which yeah. is Tearing Up My Heart. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's. I don't yeah.
1: think uh, Justin Timberlake had any, I don't think he had shaved yet. <laughs> <laughs> he was so young. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll go Tearing at My Heart and It's Gonna Be Me, which I think is technically from 2000. Right. Is it okay. not? Yeah. From the yeah, No Strings Attached album. That's Those are the two that I'll stick with right now because I like the, there's like a five-part harmony in the middle of It's Gonna Be Me that I'm like, I'm going to pick Lance's
2: part today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go second. Go a little up. Adam. I'll go with I Want You Back. Ooh, love it. Yep, yep. And I'll go with bye 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 Ooh, love that one too that's um, my top two
0: i am gonna go with their uh pretty much one of their last singles i guess which was uh girlfriend that was like a big r&b jam nice Yep. Yeah. and then um i also really enjoyed dirty
1: pop Ooh, that was a good one too Ooh. yeah yeah there were a lot too. of good choices <laughs> solid yeah, you know I've, what i
0: I've, I've, so go ahead, Sharon.
1: No, I was just going to say that Adam and I picked uh, one each from the No Strings Attached album. And dig a little deeper on that album. Maybe, Adam, you might remember a song called Space Cowboy that features uh, Left yes. Eye rapping on it like yes. rapid fire rapping. It was awesome. I still miss her. I know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. Not to bring the dark cloud back. Back <laughs> but to you, you Sharon. <laughs> You're you a gifted up dark now.
1: cloud raker. <laughs>
0: You can wrap the. Actually, no, just before we go, a quick shout out to uh, Katy Perry, who had her baby girl, Daisy Dove Bloom, and uh, a very amazing Beyonce, who sent her a $250 bouquet of flowers to congratulate her on the, on the little munchkin. I just thought that was super classy. I didn't even know they really were buds. And so I think that's
1: great. I think they are buds. When you sign the card, I L Y. Yeah, you're exactly. Buds. Yeah. I love that her name a beautiful full name first middle and last name but take out the middle and she's Daisy Bloom how lovely does that sound? I feel like she's gonna go by Dove Dove Bloom I feel like she's gonna own the world one day Cal. or maybe she'll just be D.D. Bloom that'll Ooh, be her gnome de plume that's nice <laughs> <laughs> I love it. DD Bloom is her gnome to plume. You are clever, Kelly. Or sleep-deprived, one of the two. <laughs> I love you both. Right. Take it away, Sharon. All right, you guys, thank you very much. And again, if you missed it and you're still looking for how best to convey your love for this show, five stars. Rate us, nice. love us, and keep on passing it on to everybody that you know that uh, we're taking you... Uh, Uh, to the 90s and back again. And we appreciate everybody that listens and gets in touch with us via all of our social media platforms. Thank you very much for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.